Have you ever thought about your rights and freedoms regarding your money and its impact by legislation from all levels of government? Welcome to the Information Edge with your host, Darren Yancey. Darren has over 40 years of experience in key sectors of the economy, and he's been knee-deep in politics for over a decade. He's going to get into detail on these sectors, the politics surrounding them, what they mean to you, and how you can protect yourself and be involved. Now, live from Texas, your host, Darren Yancey. All right, folks, hope you're having a wonderful Wednesday because you know what? You're alive, you're in America, and you're in the greatest nation under the blue sky that God gave us. I know we're having our problems, but you know what? It's better to have our problems here than somewhere else because we're going to fix our problems. That's why we have the show, The Information Edge, is to bring you information on how to be a better consumer, on how to be a better voter and be involved and get you information that you're not going to find in a dishonest media. And um, if you aren't sure about a dishonest media, well, maybe I need to do a separate podcast for that. But today we want to talk about the power of the pandemic. Um, If you stop and look at where we have been and where we are, I don't think anybody can come out and say that there has not been an abuse of the powers of the government and it's it's encroaching on rights. I think everybody when uh, COVID-19 came out wanted to give the benefit of the doubt and by I say the benefit of the doubt they wanted to say hey look this is something we're not we don't know what we're dealing with We don't know what the results are. We're going to put our trust in our government. Now, I'm going to separate our conversation in in different parts of on a federal level, what was and wasn't done. And then we're going to get into state and local levels, because right now, the problem in America isn't COVID-19. The problem in America is government violating your rights. And we're going to go over where I'm getting that from and what you need to understand. First off, understand, if you're, if you're a citizen of the United States, you have rights that you got the day you came and took your first breath. You've been free from the moment of your first breath. But guess what? There were some really smart guys a few hundred years ago that put together a document that was light years ahead of its time. I had people say, well, the Constitution... It's just not relevant anymore. It's outdated. I'm like, have you read it? I have cover to cover. And I, and I still keep a pocket constitution handy. I read it all the time when I'm not sure to go through and look up things because it's probably one of the greatest documents. Now, people will say, well, it, it had slavery in it. You know what? Not every document's perfect. We've had our issues in time, but we've dealt with those issues. And by the way, if you're one of these purveyors that there's systemic racism in America, what I want you to do is call into this show at 866-472-5788 and give me the proof. Otherwise, shut up. I don't want to hear it, nor does anybody else. But what we're going to talk about, the power of the pandemic, rights that have been taken away, Efforts that are being made to rein back those rights and what you can do to help them. Now, first off, I will tell you there's something going on today that you really, really need to be aware of. More importantly, you you actually need to take some, uh, you, you need to go out today and take some action. The Senate Committee on Rules and Administration, okay, that is the committee that basically, there's, depending on what certain bills are, uh, they will come out and push a bill out that, that goes to the general Senate Assembly right now. And by the way, that website is rules.senate.gov. What the Senate committee today is going over is they're going over the Senate's version of 
the House version of H.R. 1, which is called Senate Bill 1, which if you go back to the podcast history, I've shredded Senate, uh, House uh, Resolution 1. We don't want it to become law. Well, the Senate has their version of it, and it's coming out today. You need to contact, look up rules.senate.gov. You need to look up every person on that committee, and you need to call them and let them know that this bill needs to die in this committee. It does not need to go forward to the general body of the Senate. It needs to stop right here because it's designed to basically take more of your rights away and basically set the Democratic Party up as a permanent party of the United States of America. Now, if you're a Democrat, you might, well, that's great. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Um, go back and review what I did with H.R. 1, pick it apart, and I promise you, look, I'm not here to slam any particular party. Um, Republicans make mistakes just as Democrats do. I do not consider most people that consider themselves Democrats um, communists or Nazis. I think we've got some differences on how we view certain socioeconomic uh, policies, how we want money spent, but I don't doubt their patriotism. That being said, there's a fringe that's leading their party right now that's leading them down the wrong path. And we want you to help get your party correct. We need two honest parties. So part of that is to get your rights back. Now, people need to understand, first off, you have a right under the 14th Amendment that basically wipes out a lot of this garbage that's gone on in the pandemic. Okay, The 14th Amendment specifically states, no state shall make or enforce any law which shall abridge the privileges or immunities of citizens of the United States, nor shall any state deprive any person of life, liberty, or property without due process of law, nor deny any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. That's considered Section 1 of the 14th Amendment. And ladies and gentlemen, you had it from the day you were born. And right now, most of the things that we're seeing coming out are violations of this because we've also got what's called the Ninth and Tenth Amendments. And by the way, if you want to know where I'm getting these, the Ninth and Tenth Amendments, again, I keep my little pocket constitution, and I'm going to read them to you. That way we're not quoting. What is the Ninth Amendment? The Ninth Amendment is this. It says, the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by the people. In other words, the people have rights. But they codified it a little bit more in the 10th Amendment. It says the powers not delegated to the United States by this Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states or reserved to the states, respectively, or to the people. Very important clause there, to the people. So here's what's at issue, okay? The Ninth Amendment effectively leads to the 10th Amendment. And what's at issue is what happens when state powers under the 10th Amendment clash with constitutional rights of various levels, religion, traveling across state lines, enforcing contracts, okay? Now, if you go back and you look and you examine President Trump's behavior under the pandemic in terms of orders, you will notice he was very hands-off. There's a reason for that. The Constitution does not give him authority or the current person in 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue to force people to stay in their homes or close down their businesses. He can't do it. Joe Biden, for all of the things that Joe has done wrong, and there's a list, if you look at his mask order, his mask order only applies to federal properties. 
because that's the only area that he has authority on to issue an executive order. And even then, again, if it goes back to the 14th Amendment, that doesn't just really mean the states because the states make up what? The country. So if he's doing things within the states, because we have federal lands within each state that applies to the 14th Amendment, that mask order is worthless. It's worthless. Okay. So the bottom line is, folks, there's a reason you haven't seen much national action in terms of you have to stay in, you go through. What does Joe do when he wants you to say, it's your patriotic duty? It's your patriotic duty to wear a mask. Come on, man. Well, okay, you could try to guilt people into it, but legally, legally, there is no bite there because of the Ninth and Tenth Amendment. So where is the problem? Well, the real problem has been in states, and I can't just say it's blue states because it's not. It's been red states, too, or governors or Local elected officials, specifically mayors or judges, county judges, have overstepped the 14th Amendment and they've overstepped their constitutional authorities within their own states. Because nowhere does any judge or any mayor or any governor have the right to deprive you of life, liberty or property without due process of law. In the 14th Amendment. And guess what? When we get into state versus federal and areas where there's established federal law, the feds are going to win all the time. It's called the Supremacy Clause. And for those of you out there that don't understand this, and my God, I know there's a bunch of you are because I see the tweets. I see the gabs. I, I see the stuff on LinkedIn. I'm going, have you read the Constitution? Did you take an American history class? Were you awake when you took your American history class? Because realistically, a pocket constitution can answer lots and lots of questions. Because the problem we've had is we've had governors, county judges, and mayors who have violated your 14th Amendment right under the guise of a 10th Amendment constitutional provision, and they don't have the authority. Moreover, they don't have the authority under their own state's constitution. If anybody thinks I'm wrong, call me at 866-472-5788. Give me the specific clause or email it to me, Darren at DarrenYancey.com, and we will cuss and discuss it. The reason I can throw that statement out there, I know it doesn't exist. Done the research, okay? Now, People might say, well, we're dealing with an extraordinary situation. We've never had anything like this happen before. We've never had it. Oh, I, I, I would beg to differ. I would beg to differ. Um, go back a century ago. They had this thing called the Spanish flu, or I guess should we, should, should we call it the, the European time flu? Because good Lord, we don't want the good people of Spain to get beat up because it was a Spanish flu. <laughs> the reality of the situation is, no, it's not the first time. Yes, we've got more people than we had before. We've also got a government willing to interfere in your life more. Then there are issues of the actual legitimacy of COVID-19. Now, don't blow up my email or on my social media and go, Darren, if you say COVID-19 is not right, you're just denying the science. Nope, I'm not denying the science. I do believe that COVID-19 
is a legitimate virus. Having said that, unless you are over 70, have an underlying health condition, or a combination of those two, for the majority of folks out here, it is an upper respiratory infection. Period. How do I know? I had it. I had it back over a year ago. It was one of the first batch that had it. I remember the day I got it because I was there in an area with a lot of foreign folks that had come over from China. And I remember something hit my chest like I got hit with a baseball bat. Couldn't understand it. I'm a former asthmatic, which means, guess what? I can get an upper respiratory chest infection. But you know what? I was able to get well. I didn't have to worry about, oh, I'm going to die. Blah, 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 blah. I did what I needed to do, and I got well. So I understand what COVID is, and I understand what COVID isn't. Now, by the way, for those of you who say, well, I've had friends and relatives die from COVID. Guess what? So have I. I have too. And they all fell within an at-risk uh, from a health condition, which, by the way, health condition doesn't have an age category on it, okay? Or they were over a specific age or a combination thereof. Here's the other thing about COVID, folks. Normally, we have all kinds of deaths due to the flu and other infectious diseases in a year that all of a sudden mysteriously disappeared from the statistical knowledge base in the last year, and only people died by COVID. I kind of find that hard to believe. So is there a possibility that something's been pushed on us and kind of made us go through? Again, we, we got to look at this for the, for the laws. We got to look at this for what it is. We had a disease. We didn't know about it. But you know what? It didn't take long. It didn't take long to figure it out and go, hmm, I think we've got a problem with the way it's being pushed. And most of that came when? About this time last year, going May, going into June, we're going, you know, we've been doing this lockdown for, for 90 days. I, I don't see people dropping like flies that aren't in that category. Is it possible we overreacted? Is it possible that we, out of good faith, we gave up some rights and maybe it's time to get those back? We're going to take a quick break right now. And when we come back from the break, we're going to take a look at my state a specific examination of rights that were violated and what's being done in this state to take those back. Right now, you're listening to the Information Edge podcast. I'm Darren Yancey on the Voice America Radio Network. We're going to pay some bills, and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. 
Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleiner Hour is health from an environmental perspective. Your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to the Information Edge with Darren Yancey. To reach the program today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to darren at darrenyancey.com. Now, back to the Information Edge. All right, folks. Welcome back to the Information Edge podcast. We're going over a few things. And today, it's the power of the pandemic. If you have been living like Rumpelstiltskin under a uh, rock for the year and a half, then this is going to be going, well, gosh, Darren, I haven't heard of this. But no, today we're, we're, we're going to go over what should be obvious. And here's the reality is we've got issues that are in terms of your rights that have been taken from you. And it's time to recapture those rights. And how does that start? Well, number one, on the federal level, we obviously know what that happens there. You have to vote the boogers out. And by the way, boogers come in Democrats and Republicans. Okay. If, if there's a swamp rat, it's a swamp rat. And what do you do with swamp rats? You trap them and you throw them out with the garbage. And there's a lot of swamp rats that need to be changed out in 2022. We'll get to that as we go forward. But let's talk about how you can work it on the state level. Now, I'm going to give you an example of what's happening in my state currently. Because uh, we well we we got a lot of we got a lot of stuff that's going on right now, and I will tell you, um, Greg Abbott and who I I, I I admire Greg Abbott. He's been for the most part a good governor. Uh, he appointed me to the Brazos, um, basically to the Brazos River Authority Board of Directors. But that was then, and this is now. And I will tell you that my governor that I had going into 2020 changed. So much, in fact, that I do believe he's going to be challenged. Um, I already know of one person that's come out, and I will tell you there's rumors that Colonel Allen West, who is head of the Texas GOP, may come out and challenge him. And if Allen West challenges him, Allen West will beat Greg Abbott for the primary, and then he would go on to win the general election. And you might say, well, why is that the case? We thought Greg Abbott was a great governor. He's done a lot of good. He basically... um, he did a lot of bad this last year because he reached out and gave himself powers that are not granted to him in the Texas Constitution. He imposed restrictions very similar to like those in New York and California. People go, Texas, tell me it didn't happen in Texas. I just I just can't believe that didn't happen. In Texas. Well, it, it did happen in Texas. OK, uh, we're still dealing with some of the ramifications of what happened in Texas. But the reality of the situation is we got to get past that because 
I'm going to tell you a funny story. People say, well, is it Texas open? Aren't you guys doing great? Uh, Is it Abbott back on the back on the freedom train? Well, the fact that he had to get back on the freedom train, that's a problem. Okay, and I will tell you right now the reason that Greg Abbott lifted the mask mandate that he did, which, by the way, a lot of us weren't obeying anyway. I can tell you right now, I quit wearing masks a year ago. I basically walked in, did what I needed to do and walked out. Very few occasions that I have someone come up, and if they made the mistake of touching me, uh, I bark rather loudly. But the reality is, and this is a fact, the reason Greg Abbott lifted the mask order was not that he felt it was his duty to restore freedom. He lifted it because he failed at CPAC, folks. He came in dead last. I mean, dead last. This is a guy that had promised you he had presidential aspirations, and he flushed them down the toilet in 2020. He basically collected powers he didn't have, told the Texas legislature, here, hold my beer. I'll get back to you when I'm ready. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Now, we don't have a perfect legislature in Texas. There's been a lot of things that they've not done in this session um, that there's going to cost, there's going to cost some, uh, it's predominantly Republican-led. There's going to be some Republican primaries to oust some folks that have not done their jobs. But I will say this, uh, in addition to addressing election integrity, although it's been drug out a little bit, there's been bills to come in and rein in the governor's powers. Now, let's talk about the good and the bad and where it's going to end up at. First off, Texas had a bill called House Bill 3. Now, House Bill 3, when it first came out, uh, and it was basically put out by Representative Dustin Burroughs of Lubbock. It effectively codified what Greg Abbott had done, which was he, he put out the mass mandates. He wanted it. But here's the bigger problem that they had with the mass mandates under the, the emergency orders and the emergency powers. Any type of emergency powers in the state of Texas, and I, w- I will tell you this, you need to check your own state's constitution. It's not hard. Do an internet search for emergency powers for the state of X, okay? And you can pull it up. Under the state of Texas, if you do an emergency powers order, you've only got 30 days. You cannot do a standing 30-day order, period. It was done by the governor. It was done by judges, and it was done by mayors. They're all in violation. Again, I'm talking Texas now, okay? They were all in violation of the Texas Constitution, and more importantly, what were they also violation of? Your 14th Amendment right. Remember, there's this thing called the Supremacy Clause. It's your rights. By God, you better go after it, protect it, because if not, there are those and they can have an R behind their name or a D, they will take it away from you. So Texas House Bill 3, when it came out, basically was to, to codify the governor's paragraph. It did not go over well with the electorate. I think something to the nature of turd in a punch bowl was how it was referred to. The Senate came out with something a little bit different. There were two bills that came out, Senate Bill 1025 and Senate Joint Resolution 45. Now, I know these bills because these bills actually kind of, we'll just say, kind of cost me an appointment because they were put together by my senator, Brian Birdwell. And basically, Senate Bill 1025 basically said the 
only authority to suspend or make law in declared times of emergency will be by the legislature. In other words, Mr. Governor, uh, we'll get back to you when it's time to sign that bill. So we're talking about completely taking it away from the governor. Senate Joint Resolution 45 was uh, basically uh, allows sitting legislatures to sue the governor over emergency power declarations that exceeded their constitutional authority. Now, I don't want to come out here and barbecue Governor Abbott as if, if he's been a terrible governor. He hasn't been. But he, all of the good things he did in his prior time up to 2020, he really barbecued them this last year. Because the, the, as we've seen across the country, these mask orders have given lower levels of county and cities, they, they, they've been emboldened to go out and what do you have people do? And they're telling you, well, your, your business is essential, but this business is not. How is it that Home Depot and Sam's and Walmart were essential, but nobody else's small business was? That's garbage. Pure garbage. Folks, if it's your business, I promise you, it's essential to you. And no government has the ability or the authority to tell you to close down your damn business. Period. But Governor Abbott opened the door, as did other governors across the United States. So what are we seeing? We've seen massive, massive economic repercussions. Business that are shut out, some will come back, some will not. What has that done to the people in the United States? All of a sudden, we've created a dependency class. Congress has not missed an opportunity to put you in enslavement. So rather than pressure the states, hey, we know you've got these 10th Amendments, but we got this, four, this thing called the 14th. You need to lay off and let these people go under. Did they do that? Oh, no. They said, we got to come out with a stimulus. We got to come out with a check. We got to come out with something and help you until we could put all this together. Until we could get past COVID-19, we got to help you. Forget about the fact that we're wholesaling off not just your children's future, but your grandchildren's future. But right now, we've got to do things. Now, and by the way, did any of those um, members of Congress suffer? Did they lose checks? I don't think so. Just something to think about. So this is what Texas is doing right now. We had this horrible House Bill 3. We got two Senate bills that are going, we're going to take power away. And the reality of the situation is, on the ones that said from the Senate side, they not only had a lot of Republican support, they had all Republican, they had 100% Democrat support. That doesn't happen that often because the Democrats, the smart ones, realize it's not a good idea for any governor of any party to have the ability to start putting things in effect that are going to put you out of your job and possibly out of your home. All right, folks, we're up on a hard break. You're listening to the Information Edge podcast with Darren Yancey on the Voice America Radio Network. We're going to pay a few bills and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. 
Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. You are listening to The Information Edge with Darren Yancey. To reach the program today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to darren at darrenyancey.com. Now, back to The Information Edge. All right, folks, welcome back. By the way, this is a live show. Uh, Now, it'll be on demand later. You can always call in at 866-472-5788. Five seven eight eight. We have a few rules. Number one, uh, we talk. We don't yell. I know I get a little wound up, but that's me. Uh, and we don't use uh, foul language. We just don't. I expect you to use your brain, come up with better adjectives and verbs. Now, in the last segment, I was giving you some examples of what's happening in Texas. Um, that's the state where I live in, and we have very uh, active legislature, and I have a lot of little feeder lines going into that. And I was telling you about what was happening on the Senate side, which was basically, hey, we're going to take some stuff back. The, te- the House side had come out with this just horrendous deal called House Bill 3. I mean, it, and it was absolutely lamb-blasted 
by just about everything out there. So the House kind of, they redid it. They, they said, okay, we're going to make some, some changes to it and we're going to make it more palatable. And they did do some things to it. They basically said, okay, you know, um, it now, requ- they altered it significantly and it says it now requires that the legislators be called into session if a pandemic emergency declaration exceeds 120 days. Well, again, Constitution says you've only got 30 days. So that's a problem, but it's working in the right way. Here's the biggest problem, though, that is remaining in House Bill 3, okay? And this is a problem. It doesn't, it's not on the Senate side. It's on the House side. The lawmakers rejected an amendment from freshman Cody Vasu, who is a Republican out of Angleton, that would have prohibited mask mandates without legislative approval, Okay. Now, they did adopt an amendment from Jeff Leach, who is Republican at Plano, prohibiting the closure of golf courses. What? What? Okay, so a golf course can stay open, but you can still do mass mandates. Okay, I'm sorry. Somebody was smoking cracked. <laughs> but then they did adopt an amendment by Mike Schofield out of Katy, curtailing the power of local governments to shut down business and by local, they count county. So the mayors and the judges cannot shut down business, but then there's the mass mandate that's still out there. So what they did was you can't shut down a business, but you can do a mass mandate. Here's the problem with that. Again, we've been with this long enough to know what is and isn't a problem. I haven't worn a mask. I'm not going to wear a mask in over a year. Matter of fact, I got thrown out of a restaurant several months back because they went in, um, they said, well, we need you to wear a mask. I said, not going to happen. Well, there's a state one. I said, not going to happen. And I had the waitress set me and my wife down. Okay. But it's very close to the door. Then the young lady that had greeted me kind of got in a snit, came back after the waitress sets us down, after she takes our drink order. And as we're about to order, she says, if you don't put on a mask, my manager says that you're going to have to leave. Now, by the way, we're at the table at that point, okay? And I've got other people. We're all looking at each other, and I'm going, what about them? Well, you have to wear one. I said, you can kiss both sides of my ass. And I got up. I got with my wife, and we proceeded to leave. I did leave a rather aggressive Google review. I went directly across the street to another restaurant, a little more expensive, They didn't care if you want to wear it. Fine. We're not going to mandate you had a great meal, had a wonderful time. Now, the reason this mass mandates an issue right now, number one, it's it it is it was supposed to be designed to stop the spread. Well, it went from three weeks to stop the spread to three months to now they're talking. Well, we may have to mask up permanently from now on. It's garbage. It's garbage. This is an upper respiratory infection. Okay, and we now know clinically for fact that HCQ and a Z-Pack will cure you, as was originally promoted by the presidents and other outlets that the corrupt media immediately came out and condemned and certain party members came out and condemned. All those people have blood on their hands. And now there are efforts to try to suppress HCQ production. Why? Because there's not enough money in it. But all of a sudden, we've got all these COVID vaccines that are starting to have problems. Now, look, 
I'm not saying the company's trying to make the COVID vaccines or intentionally trying to make problems. I don't think that's the case. But a vaccine normally takes multiple years. Why? They got to test it. They usually put it in rats and guinea pigs and stuff like that. Well, right now, you know who's a guinea pig? You. If you're letting it go in your arm, you are the guinea pig. That's why they take away any type of liability to these manufacturers. These guys know, hey, it ain't perfect. We got to work the bugs out. And right now, the bugs are trying to be worked out on you, the American people, and the rest of the globe. They're going, oh, we got to get this. Now, we're going to conclude as to why this is very important in the last segment, but understand I'm focusing on Texas at the moment, but this is your state as well. So I've got one side of my uh, legislative body that doesn't want any of these mandates, and I've got one that says they want masks. We've got to get this together because we need actual science. When the, the, when the dust settles and they actually start separating the dead of what actually died from COVID, actual COVID, and other non-COVID illnesses, we're already seeing the CDC coming out and clarifying death somewhere in the 5 to 6% range of the reported deaths. That means between 94 to 95% are simply reported false. Yet you're being given a false narrative and legislation is being formed either for that or against that. If you're not watching what's happening in your state legislatures, you need to do that. Now, if you're not sure, how do I follow my state legislatures? Go to my website, okay? It's very easy to go to, informationedge.net. If I can find my mouse here, go to informationedge.net, go to government sites, click down to state sites, and guess what? I've got all of your state legislative committees right there. So what happens is when you click that, that will take you to the page that shows all of the legislative committees or assembly committees, depending on your state, and which ones deal with health and human services. That's usually the one you're going to find for this or emergency powers. Those are the areas. So right now in Texas, we're starting to see basically my state, I can tell you, there's going to be a restriction on Governor Abbott's or really not just his or any governor in the future emergency powers, because right now there are enough votes in both bodies. If there's a measure sent over and he vetoes it, they've got enough votes to override it. Now, is Texas the only one doing this? And the answer is no. There are other states that are doing this right now, which is something you should be happy for. And uh, uh, let's talk about those states. Number one, North Carolina. They are also putting in a provision to rein in their governor's emergency powers. It's called House Bill 264, the Emergency Powers Accountability Act. It's not a partisan. It's one that should go through, okay? And why? Because they've seen, eh, we're not real sure we like it. And remember, your state legislature or your state assembly is your most responsive form of government that you're going to have short of city council or your uh, basically your, your county commissioners. Now, your, your city council is important because that's where your mayor is or depending city manager, depending on how you go through. Your county commissioners have a lot of things. That's where your county judge is going to be. You need to know what's going on in those two. But realistically, past that, your gubernatorial authorities, uh, law that impact your cities and your counties come from your state legislatures. Do you know who your legislature in your particular district is? Do you know who your senator is? Do you know who your representative is? Do you know what committees they're on? Do you know the committees that go through there? My website is set up to go through here. 
So it's important that you know this. North Carolina, they got out ahead of it. They're working on this right now. Uh, there's a companion bill on their Senate side. So that's something that we anticipate seeing coming out of that fairly soon. Now, are they the only ones? No, there's Michigan. Now, Michigan is an interesting state because one of the things uh, the Michigan has a Republican legislature, and they've already been appealing really uh, since April to petition the repeal of Governor Whitmer's emergency orders that they just she just continued it on. And today I've got news. I haven't researched it in thorough, but I'm going to come back on that with the situation that just happened on the East Coast and energy that Governor Whitmer has contacted Canada and said, hey, guys, would you mind just shutting off the energy coming to us right now? Because we I just think it's a ticking time bomb. Now, I'm going to get the specifics on this. I'm fairly certain the Michigan legislature is going to go, whoa, we're not going to hold your beer on this one. OK, they've already come after to get the repeal on her emergency orders. I, I believe it's already being voted on or excuse me, uh, decided on by the courts. I think she's going to go down in flames of that one. Another state that we've got is Ohio. Ohio came out here and they also came out with Senate Bill 22 and basically uh, said, hey, that's Mike DeWine. That's a red state. We don't like what you're doing and we're going to uh, take it down as well. So you've got other states out here that basically are taking it in their hands. You need to be in contact with your state reps. You need to be in contact with those legislators, those assembly people. Know what's going on because that is your first line of defense. You might go, well, what about my federal folks? Federal is important, and we're going to cover that in our last segment. But realistically, right now, you got to look at the Constitution and you got to look at reining in where the abuses have been. The abuses haven't been at the presidential level. The abuses haven't been at the federal level in terms of repealing your rights. The abuse at the federal level has been the spending to keep you dependent on what the states are doing wrong. That's where you should be pissed off about. All right, folks, we're coming up on a hard break. You're listening to the Information Edge podcast with Darren Yancey. We're going to take a quick break, do a station identification because we're part of the Voice America Radio Network, and we'll come right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. You are listening to The Information Edge with Darren Yancey. To reach the program today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to darren at darrenyancey.com. Now, back to The Information Edge. That word does, the, the time just blows by. Um, 866-472-5788 if you want to chime in. I'm going to talk real little bit about uh, social media. Then I want to wrap up because we're in the last segment here. You can follow me at DGNC65 on Twitter, on Gab, Parlor if it ever comes back up. I don't know what to think about that. I think they got screwed. Uh, you can follow me at D, D, uh, Darren Yancey on LinkedIn if you go that route. Uh, I have the Information Edge on Facebook, so that's how it goes. And obviously, go to the website, informationedge.net. You can email me there. Um, and I also do a lot of consumer work on the Friday broadcast show. So if you've got problems in insurance or other areas, there's a lot of things that you can do. And if you go to the website, the Information Edge, you'll find the Voice America click at the top. You'll also find a link to the Friday show I do on iHeart called the Automotive Edge Radio Show and Truck Talk, which is also policy-driven, but it's very specific to those realms. All right. We've been talking about power of the pandemic. Uh, we've talked about where the constitutional authority is. Of we can't and can and can't do things. Reigning in state powers. I've given you examples of what's going on in Texas. I've also given you some examples of what's going on in other states. Um, and here's some ramifications. I've told you that you've had the right, that you didn't have to stand down and take all this. And guess what? Uh, there's been a lot of lawsuits. Um, Mostly against blue states because there have been just a whole lot of legal beagle going back around in terms of what states can't do. Now, this is dated a little bit, but last year, Wisconsin Supreme Court tossed Governor Tony Evers. He had a statewide shelter place order that was basically it was set off to scramble um, cities. And they said, no, that got tossed. And that's what led Michigan to go after Governor Whitmer, and you've had other states that are going after all these governors. So there's a lot of legal challenges that are going on right now. And really, they started about a year ago, because at the end, how much authority do state and local officials have in a health emergency? Okay. There's been a lot of lawsuits right now that have come out here, and most of them are going with the petitioners, meaning that you've got mayors and judges and governors who are being found to be, hey, you're out of line. You don't have this you don't have this power that you're exercising. And so that's a very encouraging thing for folks to go through because I got to tell you, you know, these, if you stop and look, we've had them going after businesses. But what was a, what was a real focus? Shutting down religion. Folks, you got a right to worship freely. It's a protected right of the Constitution. 
you also had this, if you looked at, it also happened with uh, Governor Cuomo. It also happened with Governor Newsom out in California, where they had people of religious groups and others said, you know what? You don't have the right. They got sued and they had to lift these restrictions. So sometimes you've got to get legal to protect your rights because you have rights. You do not have to follow blind, stupid, doodah, makeshift authority. And folks, I'm going to put it that way because that's what it is. Because if we don't take this, what's the current thing that you are seeing right now as effectively more and more states, any orders they had, they're starting to come out. Matter of fact, Gavin's even come out. Well, we're, we're going to lift all this stuff by June. Why? Because he's facing a recall. Uh, why couldn't you do it earlier, buddy? Okay. So now these are coming out. So what's starting to happen? Why, by golly, there's variants of COVID coming out. Well, we gotta, we gotta up, we gotta up the uh, the rate that we're getting you vaccinated because COVID's just, it's just not done. That blithering fool and liar, Anthony Fauci's come out and said, "Well, we may have to do seasonal masking." Really, really? Uh, will somebody stick a sock in his mask? I, he is a mask hole, and I don't want to hear him anymore. The man has sold his soul. And he just needs to go away. He's a swamp rat of the highest nature, and he needs to go away. But now the CDC's coming out. Well, well, we we might have variants coming out, so we got to step up the vaccinations. Why do I got to have vaccination when HCQ works and ZPEC works? Why do I have to have a vaccination against something that, again, if I'm not over 70, if I don't have underlying health or a combination thereof, 98% of the people are going to recover with that issue. I had it. I recovered. Yeah, it took a little bit. It took a couple of months for my lungs to get back to where they were. Again, it depends on the person. Why do we have to have a vaccination? Well, we've already heard it. We've already heard where they're going to come out with what? What? <gasps> Vaccine passports. Oh, duh. And all of a sudden, I hear someone coming out with a German accent. Do you have your papers? We need to see your papers. And you know what? Um, we're not going to let that happen, America. Period. And I will tell you, the reason I'm bringing this out, because you're hearing more about variants coming out, they're starting to talk about vaccine passports. And there's already states that are taking action to outlaw them, Texas being one of them, Florida being another. There are several states that are saying, no, nah, we're not going to let this happen. Uh, we're not going to have this vaccine passport nonsense. And I think federally, Joe goes, eh, I know we can't get away with that. I'd love to write an executive order. And he may still push one out there. I don't think he will at this point. I think he's already seen enough action, but I'll give you an example. What's to stop certain businesses from denying you access because you don't have a vaccine passport? Give you an example. Today, I went to go buy a pair of shoes at a store. Went in. They said, well, you need to wear a mask to come in here. And I'm like, no, I don't. I walked out, walked into another store, didn't have it, did a transaction. So what happens when the mask quit working and they go, well, now you've got to have your vaccine passport to buy groceries here or to buy gas here or to do business with XYZ company. Because folks, right now, if you take, we're going to sidestep for a second, a lot of the election integrity bills that are being passed, the corporate America is absolutely roiling. They can't stand it. Okay. And they're trying to come down hard on these people, okay? 
there is a bill that did not pass in Texas called House Bill 1399, which basically would have stopped the butchering of children under transgender ideals. It was stopped because Governor Abbott made his chief lieutenant not get it out of the calendars committee because the the contributors he takes from corporate America didn't like it. That's fact. So let's take that to corporate America doesn't want to do business with you because you don't have a COVID vaccination because you don't have your vaccine passport. How do you respond to that? I'll tell you how you respond to it. Called the 14th Amendment. And if you have to, and I will tell you, I am someone, I, I am not a fan of the legal profession, okay? I have been in insurance for almost 30 years, and I've seen the good, the bad, and the ugly of the legal profession, okay? Catch me on my Friday show, and you're going to hear me roiling about what's happening, insurance because of lawyers. Having said that, there are times you have to have them. We are in one of those times where you have to have it. You're going to have times where you're going to have to actually take action and sue to protect your rights. Because if you don't get aggressive and take those rights, someone will take them from you. It's unfortunate, but it is a reality of the world that we live in today. Doesn't mean it's always going to be that way. And that doesn't mean that's the worst thing in the world. Okay. But it is a fact. Now, in, in light of that as well, if we don't get aggressive on these things, here's the other thing that happens. Bills like H.R. 1 that came out of the House that go to the Senate and become Senate Bill 1 become law, and maybe they get stopped by the Supreme Court, or maybe they don't. Hmm. We don't want that to happen because under that bill, you could be forced to have to vaccinate. You could be forced to have to have a vaccine passport because that bill will take away all of your freedoms. So today... I need you to go to rules.senate.gov, look up that committee, and contact everybody on that committee because you don't want Senate Bill 1 to get out of committee. It needs to stop right there, and you've taken one more step because, folks, where there's darkness, there's light, and the light is that you get involved. You take responsibility for your rights. Don't let anybody tell you that you don't have them because guess what? We live in America, the greatest land on God's green earth. It always will be. It always has been. But it takes you and I to get involved to keep those rights under protection. It's been a wonderful pleasure bringing you this podcast today. I'm Darren Yancey. I'm the host of the Information Edge podcast. I'll be back next week. We'll have another. I might have a guest. We might have another monologue. Not sure what it's going to be, but I promise you it's going to be educational, informal, and hopefully entertaining. Have a great week. We'll talk to you then. Thank you for tuning in to the Information Edge. Please join your host, Darren Yancey, again next Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have more to share then.